Hi, from the Front Row Network and NPR Illinois, I'm Jacqueline. And I'm Megan. And we think you're going to like Like This Pod Book Club, Taylor's version. Hello, friends. Welcome to Taylor Swift Book Club. Mm-hmm. Also, mini episode insert here we're going to talk about 1989 taylor's version because it also came out yes like yeah four days ago four days when we're recording this five five and when it drops like less than a week barely less than a week yeah so let's start with that so 1989 taylor's version came out and it's wonderful. Megan and I were in the middle of watching Practical Magic. Magic. <laughs> we had to pause it. We paused it. We listened to the five vault tracks. Yes. And then we finished the movie. And then I f- went upstairs to listen to the rest of the album. Yeah, I waited until the next day. Yeah. And listened I, to the rest of it. I should have waited because I was having a very difficult time not singing <laughs> in my room. But it was midnight and everyone needed to go to sleep. Yes. But do you have your ranking of the I songs? I think so. The middle gets, well, the, like, loud. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but they're kind of, like, fuzzy because I have, uh-huh. they, like, skip around. So, like, I know what my first two are. Yeah. Definitely. And then I'm kind of, like, the other three kind of, like, swap depending on how I'm feeling that day. Yeah. But I listened to them three times today. Okay. Because I was trying to make a decision. <laughs> I like it. So, do you want to hear mine or do you want to do yours first? Yours first. Okay. So, my number one is Slut. Okay. I couldn't decide whether it was going to be Slut or Is It Over Now, which is my number two, and they are mm-hmm. very close. Yeah. But I just really like the groove of Slut more. Mm-hmm. Um, however, Is It Over Now has one of my favorite Taylor Swift lyrics of all times, <laughs> which is I the... Like yeah, but off a very tall something. something. <laughs> just to see you come running. Because I'm like, yes, yes, I very much can relate to that yeah um and then i think it's now that we don't talk and then what's the what's the other one that's not suburban legends say don't go oh no 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 no. it's say don't go and then suburban or then now that we don't talk and then suburban legends is last that's my ranking Okay, so my ranking i think is going to change like if you ask me in like two weeks or so it's going to be different same um, because I feel like the more Suburban Legends is last right now, but I feel like the more that I listen to it, the more I'm going to like it. So it's probably going to end up moving up for me and I'm probably going to start getting annoyed by some of the other ones because they're going to be on the radio because uh, Slut's the single. Is it over now is the single first. Oh, I thought it was Slut because I keep seeing it everywhere. They're like, do, well, everybody wants it to be. Mm-hmm. Is it over now is the first one for sure. Slut might be the second uh, one. Because yeah, like when I would go to my page to check on PS, my record just got here today. Yeah. Uh, but when I would go to like check on it, it was like slut now available. So I was like, yeah, that's what made me think it was the single. Yeah. Somebody uh, tweeted about how um, is it over now is now available for like radio streaming mm. and everything. So it's the first one. I'm pretty sure. Gotcha. But my ranking ish. Um, it it changes like depending on like the mood and everything but i think i think i start with slut uh-huh then i think say don't go okay and then is it over now and now that we don't talk or the same 
Okay. But only because I go, like, when I listen to them, like, if it's, like, a shuffle or something, mm-hmm. I'll listen to Now That We Don't Talk and then, or, is it over now? And then right into question. Mm, okay. And that's, like, a really good transition, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that, like, bumps it. Mm-hmm. But I also really like Now That We Don't Talk. <laughs> I like the beat of Now That We Don't Talk, but it doesn't, like rip me in the way of like a like yeah taylor song it's it's like a bejeweled to me yeah like it's it's a bop i really enjoy it so the thing that i have with now that we don't talk is like i don't necessarily like equate it to a love song it's Mm -hmm. a friendship breakup that's fair and i have had way too many of those in my Mm -hmm. life to be comfortable with Mm -hmm. and so it like hits a little bit Mm -hmm. so that's why it's like up in mm-hmm. the same for me mm-hmm. um and why i can't just like put it forth mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. okay so as per usual i am not making a decision by making a decision <laughs> yeah but i just think suburban legends is like which is so funny because i love labyrinth so much but i think it's just boring comparatively to the other ones like it's fine they're great i like all of them i can i yeah. listen to all of them they all what I will say, like, everybody keeps feeling like these are the best five vault tracks we've gotten. I don't know that I think that just because I think they all sound so similar that I yeah. sometimes have a hard time distinguishing between them. Yeah. And they all sound very much like other Midnight's. songs. Like Midnight's. Everybody's like, they sound like Midnight's, which is hilarious because they were all written before Midnight's was a thing. Yeah. Well, supposedly. Supposedly right. Midnight's came from cast-offs of other albums. Yeah. Um, but still. Yeah. I really like them. I love the color imagery mm-hmm. and slut. That's yes. one of my favorite yeah. things. I also love that that ended up being all the album names. They're all in there. Yeah. Even Tangerine. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I just think that Is It Over Now is like, first of all, it has just I just like the, the lyrics. I think they're really catchy. Mm-hmm. Like, I love the 300 co- takeout coffees, coffees later. Um, I love the, the You Dream of My Mouth for It Called You a Lying Traitor. Like, I just... There's something about that line that I think is amazing. My favorite thing about the 300 Coffees Later is that it's kind of around six, uh, 10 months. Oh, interesting. Which goes with clean. Yeah. When everybody's like, I don't know why everybody thinks that all the Vultures are by Harry Styles. You guys are all like, you think she wrote so many songs about a two and a half year relationship? Or I mean, a two and a half month relationship? I'm like, bestie. Have you met 19 year olds? But also... <laughs> She broke up with him three times. They were together for more than two and a half months. Yeah. One of the times people didn't even know they were together until they got busted after they broke up. Yeah. So. Yeah. She kept going, like, she kept going back to him. And, like, Mm -hmm. that's, like. That's the whole point of is it over now? Yeah. Well, and, like, I didn't know a lot of the Harry and Taylor lore. Like, I didn't even really know that they were together until, um, like, the, the Harry, the love on, is it love on tour? Is that what mm-hmm. his tour is called? And everybody's, then the whole child of divorce stuff came up. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I didn't realize. And I was like, oh, yeah, style, that makes sense. Yeah. And then everybody's like, oh, no, 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 they committed vehicular manslaughter. Yeah, vehicular manslaughter. There was a snowmobiling accident. Apparently. Also, there's the boat with the blue dress. With the blue dress. Which I did know, but not at the time. The songs. There's a there is a Harry song. What is it called? Oh yeah 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 yeah. I sent it to you on TikTok. Yes, there is a Harry song that's on his that's on the 
songs for a living room whatever the hell that harry's house that's what it's called songs, songs for, for a living room. is that was that what was it? music songs? for a sushi restaurant no there's something about a living room maybe it's on uh one of the other one direction guys um albums but i was just like anyways um that like literally like she like punches it in the face uh-huh. and it's like what's hilarious is like she had written it before so it's like it was things they were both thinking yeah that's the best part is like this is not this is not new information yeah you guys, I keep laughing because I said Jacqueline this like one of those like PR TikToks today. Like somebody's pretending to be there, like a uh, Harry Styles' PR agent. Mm-hmm. And she's being like, Carrie, this is not new. Like we are we covered all of this already. And then at the end, after she gets past the like trying to jump off the building part, she's like, Can somebody please send Taylor Taylor Swift a basket of the nicest white wines you can find for not releasing this in 2014? If she releases in 2014, his career would have died and yeah. so would hers because of slut well yeah because well, she she had to decide, was calling her a slut she had to decide between slut and blank space yeah i know I, I read that and then i read the thing about she cut out um is it over now because it was too close to out of the woods uh-huh. and wish you would yeah which it musically it is yeah so here's to the point that it even does the da 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 Go ahead, so sorry. here is the comparison. So we've got um, the the song that is on is it's not from Harry's house. It's from the dining table is the song that's called. That's what it is. I but know it's something yeah. like living room. So so the Taylor song, it's if she's got blue eyes, I will summarize that you'll probably date her. Mm-hmm. And then Harry's is woke up to the girl who looked just like you. I almost said your name. Mm-hmm. And then Taylor's is your new girl is my clone. And then in Harry's song, Two Ghosts, mm-hmm. same lips red, same eyes blue. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like. there, and But there was like a song right. he wrote for Alex and Sierra that had mm-hmm. like a thing in it too. And it's just like. Yeah. It's nuts. But it's okay because they had that moment at the awards. <laughs> no, they're totally friends now. And like yeah. everybody's like making the joke that it's like these songs are about like white t-shirt wearing frat like, boy harry yeah it, messy it, harry yeah motorcycle jacket wearing harry not androgynous like love on tour dressing up like wearing Dorothy. wearing a boa on stage <laughs> yeah. harry styles we have now yeah so yeah so people don't need to be mad at him we're yeah. still mad at jake gyllenhaal i don't think anybody's mad at him but, everybody's just yeah got, actually everybody's mad at justin timberlake right now first that's of all <laughs> that's true justin timberlake is canceled <laughs> oh um, he's gonna say yes to that reunion tour now because he needs the press everybody keeps saying. <laughs> they're gonna kick him out of trolls <laughs> but i like the i like the i really like the vault tracks mm-hmm. um the album is great she sounds amazing mm-hmm. how um, do you feel about the changes because there's like changes in some of them like instrumentally and that kind of thing i, I like it didn't notice the style changes yeah like but like that's the thing that like everybody is like stuck on and i'm like i think it just sounds better yeah i agree um i'm looking for the lyric change and you're in love and i cannot find it yeah people i are can't like, remember what it is it's, it has to be something so subtle and i even tried to google for it and i couldn't find it i think it's instead of you're in love or he's in maybe it's he's in love well because the lyric the lyric in the stolen version is um and you knew at once he is in love or something something close to that mm-hmm. i had just seen a tiktok about it the other day and of course i didn't like it so it's not saved um 
so that one has a lyric change and something else had a lyric change but they were they were minor they weren't like better than revenge where it was right. like in the chorus yeah oh and there were original lyrics or like the lyrics for new romantics and wonderland changed a little bit yeah i don't know we'll find it later yeah it's not that serious no but all in all very good yes i was very very happy with it mm-hmm. um I do feel like, as much as I love her and I love 1989, I do feel like this release was very overhyped. And I don't know if it's because, like, this is when she got into her, like, pop era and this Mm -hmm. is when she became, like, how Abigail would say, the capitalist queen. I wish... Now, this is probably just me being a Speak Now stan, Mm -hmm. but I wish she would, like, let them have their moment. Well, it's just weird. Like, and I feel like she did that to Fearless, too. Like, she was, like, Fearless, yeah. and then Red just stomped all over it. Yeah. It's, like, let, give them some space. Give yeah. them some time. Let them, you know, like, have their moment. Like, I, I am happy that she's getting to re-record everything. Like, that's not the issue. No. It's just, like, the timing and how it's all being, like... Well, and the five merch drops for this one geez, album... It's like, so much. ...was a lot. Yeah. It was a lot. No, I'm not gonna lie to you. I really want those pajamas. Weeks between the drop of Speak Now and the announcement of 1989. I think so. It was short. Yeah. Which we knew. Everybody knew she was going to drop speak or going to announce speak now on the last day of the U.S. tour. 1989. Yeah. That's what I meant. But. Anyways. That's all. We still love her the most. It's fine. Yeah. Just. I can love her the most. Just like with anything. We can love it the most and still have like a critique about it. Like. Yeah. Did I still buy the album? Yes. Have Mm -hmm. I listened? Have I streamed the vault tracks? Like seven times at least since they've come out? Yes. Is that. And that's a lot for me because I am like not. Like you're not a repeat um, listener. Yeah, like I'm not like like I like music, but like I'm just like not in like a listen to music phase of my life right now. Mm-hmm. So the fact that I keep like going back to yeah. it, like yeah. So yeah. So, anyways, back to the topic at hand. We are doing Taylor Swift book club. Mm-hmm. So Jacqueline found this. I don't even know how you originally found it. I don't know it, if was it was probably TikTok uh, or it's probably TikTok or if it was like a. A screen grab that you sent me on like Instagram or something. I feel like it was an image. The I first th- thing you gave me was yeah, an image. but TikTok has the image, like has the pictures that you can scroll past, and so I maybe bet you screenshot I, it. Yeah, from from TikTok or yeah. something like that. But so the original challenge came from user GMC three one one three on Storygraph, which is an app that's similar to Goodreads. Okay, it's what most of the book talk people use because yeah good rings is owned by amazon got it and so we hate amazon yes everybody hates amazon and so Storygraph is like the same thing but it goes like much deeper into like content warnings mm-hmm. and things like that that's good so that's where this challenge came from it it, it consists of 25 uh prompts we're going to be doing five prompts an episode mm-hmm. and jacqueline and i will each release a book well, not release a book discuss a book for each yes. Uh, prompt. So you guys will be getting 10 short summaries of the reasons why we picked this book. 10-ish. Yeah. 10-ish. <laughs> but like the, uh, yeah. Yeah, the idea is like 10. Yeah. Um, yeah. And we're going to you know knock everything away. Just give a very short like 
this is a very short synopsis and Mm -hmm. this is why i picked this book yeah so yeah so let's get into it okay so the first one for week one is love story yeah i got up on my list up if you've got yours up go ahead and go first i'm just gonna say the prompt the prompt is in the show notes a retelling of a classic myth. It's right there. Mm-hmm. I did that f- to make our lives a little bit easier. Oh, a classic or myth. Yes. Wow, I read that incorrectly. That's okay. I have, like, my book fits. <laughs> yeah. So mine, mine is based on myths, but, too. So Yeah, I, I was, like, struggling. I'm like, why can't I think of anything that I've read about myths? Because I'm an idiot. And I've read every single book <laughs> because well, I love it. And I have one in particular that I thought that you would pick. Yeah. I have several, actually. Okay. Good. But... We'll start with the one that I think is the funniest. Um, are you okay if I start? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So the one that I picked for this one is Laura Olympus. Fun. Yeah. So I haven't actually read that one, but I really want yeah. to. It's on my list. I've started so, it. I haven't finished it completely because it is incredibly long at this point. Yes. But Laura Olympus started. It's a webcomic. It started on Webtoons mm-hmm. in 2018. And that is when I started reading it. Okay. Like, I started reading it on Webtoons. Like, I've been reading web- Webtoons for a really long time. Like, I just think some of the stories are super fun. Like, I got Laura Olympus out of it. Like, sometimes they're really short. Sometimes they're super mm-hmm. long, like Laura Olympus was. Sometimes they get published. That's where Heartstopper like, started, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I really like them. Um, I think I was trying to find... I was trying to find, like, a free version of a comic somewhere. Mm-hmm. And I, like, stumbled upon Webtoons for it. And I was like, oh, okay. Like... Mm-hmm. Let me look at all of these like original works. And so I started reading Laura Olympus and then I stopped. I don't remember why I stopped. Um, and then I stopped before it got published and then it got published and I read the whole first one, I think. Mm-hmm. But I haven't read the second part yet. Gotcha. Um, but it's, it's on my list of things to finish. But it is the retelling of Persephone and Hades. Mm-hmm. Which is one of my favorites of all time. Mm-hmm. If you know anything about me whatsoever, <laughs> and the artwork is gorgeous. It's so beautiful. Mm-hmm. It is so beautiful, you guys. Um, and so I just, I really, really like it. I like the like way that it's done. The art is pretty. Um, it's the story that I love without it being like dredgy Mm -hmm. like so many people try to do like persephone and hades like either like has to be one like super super close to the original which Mm -hmm. nobody really knows what the original is like it's just kind of like that story well because it was a told story like it wasn't a written down story like none of these classic myths were like and like some people try and make it super light and some people have like the hint of the story and then it's totally different Mm -hmm. So I like this one. It's fun. It's silly, but it has the serious moments that it needs to have. Mm -hmm. But it's something that like I was okay putting down for a little bit and then picking back up and I still knew what was going on. Like I didn't have to go back and reread stuff. Mm, Okay. Like now I probably would because it's probably been like a year and a half or Mm -hmm. so since I read it. Like I want to start from the beginning Mm -hmm. again. Uh, But when it was publishing weekly, I, you guys know that I'm that person that I can't just like watch one episode Mm -hmm. a week. (laughs) So I have I would like wait a little bit and stop reading it and then like have catch a up to it yeah. and everything. And I think that's why I stopped in the first place is I had caught up to it. Mm. And I was like, OK, I'm going to wait a little bit. And then I just got life and mm. everything happened. Um, but yeah, it's the main one that I picked for this one was Laura Olympus. I like it. Well, in like 2018, 2019, 2020, like Hades and Persephone retellings were like having a yeah. moment because yeah. there was like neon gods and the touch of darkness and mm-hmm. i can't remember all the other ones but there were so many yeah 
Also, it's created by Rachel Smythe. S-M-Y-T-H-E. She's from New Zealand. Smythe or Smith. So I may have said it wrong. Yeah. But. Smith. Yeah. I (laughs) I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. But that's that one. I like it. I picked American Gods by Neil Gaiman. Okay. This one took me a while because I could not decide what I wanted to do. And I was like looking back through all of my like Goodreads stuff. And Uh I was like, I don't even remember which of these are retellings. Like, Mm -hmm. and there's some that I've read that I just didn't like that much. And I was like, I mean, I could talk about it because like the challenge is just to pick something. It doesn't have to be something that you like love. But it's like when I'm recommending like. Technically, we're not recommending something, but it's like, I figure, I feel like this is an opportunity to recommend something right. that we enjoy. Yeah. Um, so I really liked American Gods. It's very long. Mm-hmm. It's very, very long. It's the Norse gods, which is very cool. And like, I hadn't ever read anything about the Norse gods. Mostly. It's actually a little bit, it's like a mix of like a bunch of different gods, mm-hmm. but it focuses on the Nor- focuses on the Norse gods. Um, and like, in like it's like an illusion because like loki is like l-o-w hyphen k-e-y <laughs> i love it um but there's these god there's this goddess i think she's russian she's the evening star that i am obsessed with sorry i have a story to tell you Ooh, okay um and there was, I didn't watch the TV show, but there was also a TV yeah. show and Kristen Chenoweth was in and she was Easter. And Emily Browning played the character that I, no, 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 not Emily Browning. Emily Browning played the main character's girlfriend. Mm. I mean, I, there's not really a lot to say until I found, like, <laughs> while I'm like looking for this, but like, I just, I thought it was, it was, good. it was a lot of fun. It was something, something different than what I normally read. Yeah. Um, But it's very, very long. So it is a... It's a commitment. And I listened to it. Mm. And it was before I was listening. Zora is her name. Mm. And she is. They are. There's three. Oh, there's three sisters and they're all Zora. And they are. I'm trying to figure out what they're from. Like what their affiliation is. Because they're mm. not. Mm-hmm. They're, I'm pretty sure they're Russian. Like Russian mythology. Yeah. Similar to what uh, The Bright and Pale was based on. Ah, yes. Yes, yes. They are they are Russian. Nice. So, anyways, it's a really interesting, like, introduction to a mm-hmm. lot of, like, gods you're not really familiar with. Because, like, Zeus is there and, like, a, right. some of the Roman and some of the Greek. But, like, you know, there's Egyptian and African and Russian mm-hmm. and, like, Norse and like all these gods that I wasn't familiar with so it was a really fun like introduction and, and they're all like normal people and, the, and they're not normal people but they're like living as right. normal people yeah and then like the character the main character like stumbles upon them and like finds mm-hmm. out that they're gods so I yeah, like it that was the one that I picked yeah my honorable mentions for this one was uh Percy Jackson yeah that's the <laughs> one that I thought you were gonna pick. yeah I was like well everybody's heard us talk about Percy Jackson yeah. before but I at least wanted to like throw it in there like totally obviously um, and then I put Neon Gods in there, even though I didn't really like it. So I remembered that she didn't love it, but it was very popular and a lot of people yeah. do like it. Yeah. So maybe give it a try. And I understand like why people like it. It just was not my favorite way of telling the story. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not that serious. Like if you like it, I'm glad that you did. I'm sure like 100% for you. It's definitely like a steamier one. So if you yeah. are into yes. that and Katie Roberts writes a lot of like steamy takes mm-hmm. on they're not like steamy. She, they're smut. It's they, they, straight. They are smut. That is that but, is. The but thing. it's like 
mainstream smut, like Barnes and Noble's smut. It's not like KU smut. Yeah. I mean, like, I think like, it's it's widely available. Yes. Like that. Well, and like yes. Penguin publishes it. Yeah. Is what I mean. It's yeah. not like. It started on KU. I think it did, but I think it was still yeah. a Penguin book. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Because um, it's. But she also a has. <laughs> A whole series of retellings that I have, but I haven't read any of them yet. That yeah. are villains, ah, uh, yes. Disney villains. Yes, I think it's I've like read some of them. Wicked, Wicked something is the mm-hmm. name of the yeah. name of the series. So I'm interested in those, but I haven't read yeah. them. Yeah, but like retellings are her thing. Mm-hmm. That's her shtick. Yeah. And again, maybe like I said when I first talked about Neon mm-hmm. Gods, it may have been the narrator because I did not like the guy's voice at totally. all. Totally. <laughs> and now you're back to like reading, so maybe read it and yeah, see. yeah. Maybe I'll I'll swipe and yeah. read it on my phone and it'll be fine. Totally. Do the narrator can make can make or break can make or break the book? Seriously, one hundred percent. I agree yeah. with that. Yeah. Okay. So the second prompt is exile, mm-hmm. and it is a dual POV. So for this one, I had, like, several that I had, like, chosen. Yeah. And none of them are the traditional dual POV. Oh, okay. And so some of them I moved around to other places, and I'll talk about them later. Yeah. But the one that I chose is The Wife Between Us by Greer Hendricks and Sarah Pacannon. I'm... It's told from the perspective of the current wife and the ex-wife of this man. And that's all oh. I'm going to say because it's a thriller and the twist is very interesting. Interesting. Um, it was the first one of like dual POV thrillers that I had read. Mm-hmm. And they wrote, they've written four, I think. And they're, they're pretty popular. So they wrote this one. They're an anonymous girl. Um, there's one that has like a green cover that's about college students. And then there's another one that they've written. Um, I really liked it. It was like one of my first book of the months, book of the months that I got. Yeah. And I remember just like staying up, like reading because I just couldn't get enough of it. And what's hilarious is the guy in it who is a terrible person. Okay. Totally (laughs) just pictured him as Clark Gregg the whole time. I think it's because his name (laughs) is Richard. Ah, yes. (laughs) Um, Ah, yes. But yes. The Wife Between Us by Greer Hendricks and Sarah McKinnon is what I what I chose. I like it. I'm interested. Yeah. I'm very interested. Um, so the one that I picked is one that I think I've talked about before, but like maybe briefly it may have been like a thing that I like mm-hmm. this week. Um, I actually had two. But this one is The Flat Share. Mm, that's on my list of two read. It's, it's by Beth O'Leary. I don't remember. I think I listened to it because it's very short mm-hmm. on like Scribe or Audible or wherever. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically... There's two people, one, obviously, <laughs> um, and one of them, like, got kicked out of a place to live or yada, yada, yada. The other one works nights. Okay. So, basically, they're renting out their apartment, their flat, mm-hmm. during um, well, the, the night time. work? Yeah. Okay. And so, they're essentially sharing this apartment, sharing this bed, oh. because, because they're they're there at exact opposite times like they work nights so the girl the guy works nights so the girl sleeps there and then she gets up and she goes to work and she's gone all day while he's sleeping and they never see each other 
But, ooh, and I don't know so, how I feel about somebody I don't know sleeping in my bed. It's weird. <laughs> it's weird, but like it's it's a thing, I mm-hmm. guess. Um, like they like change the sheets every time too, and oh. like he'll come home and okay. she'll like accidentally have like left her sheets on it, and they have like vastly different sheets. Like hers are like purple and fluffy and uh-huh. yada yada, and he's like, "Give me my navy blue sheets because I'm a man, and that's all that they." But that have. makes it so much better because like, yeah. if they change the sheets, okay. Because yeah. I'm just kind of like that's so weird. And like she like starts like leaving stuff mm-hmm. like out in the like public spaces and everything and he's like this is my apartment she's like well actually and like but they like leave each other notes through like post-it notes Mm. and so we're getting like their reactions to what's happening in both the post-it and in like how like their thoughts because it's told both ways and like they both have totally separate lives about these different things Mm -hmm. and like she's like weirded out but she needs a place Mm -hmm. to live like she has no other options um and it's just fun like it i'm obviously they end up together like mm-hmm. that's the whole point um but it's just it it was a very interesting concept to me and just like having them only communicating for a while on like post-it notes mm-hmm. like not even texting like i think they had each other's numbers but i think it was just like post-it notes and that was i it. love that like post-it notes on the fridge and on this like it was it was really cool that sounds fun i might have to yeah. read that i think you should yeah um i think i listened to it but i don't i i think it was two different narrators and they did not bother me. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't remember having, like, a, ooh, I don't like this guy's voice. Um, but, yeah. Do you have any honorable mentions? I have one. My one. my honorable mention is The Roughest Draft. Oh, I have an yeah. Emily and Austin book later on. Yeah. I love um, them. Just because I really liked it and because you had me read it. Yeah. For some No, I thought you read it and then I read it after you. I just had it on my on the Maybe the thing. Yeah. But we both wanted to read it. It was one that was going around book talk yeah. for a while. Well, and cause you had other books before you had yes. other ones. And this I... was my first one. Ah. Okay. Was the reference draft, I think. They so. also do really great retellings, yeah. but I have them later on in the list and I was trying trying not to repeat authors. I will repeat in honorable mentions, but I'm not going yeah. to repeat as like my like main one. Um, I told Jacqueline I made a whole bunch of rules for myself and I purposefully did not share yeah. them with her because I did not want to stress her out. Yeah, I would have I would have died. I was like, <laughs> I can't do this. This month is over. I can't do it. <laughs> um, but Emily, it's Emily Wiberly and Austin Sigmund Broca. Something like that. They have a lot of names. And they're also married, which is adorable. They yes, write YA Shakespeare retellings as well. Oh, yeah. So they've written one. That, there's like, if I'm being honest, which is The Taming of the Shrew uh i can't remember what there's one that's romeo and juliet you'll always be mine or something Mm -hmm. like that and then there was another one that is oh i can see the cover of it and i can't remember what the what the story is um and i only read the romeo and juliet one and the taming of the shrew one and they were both really fun um my honorable mention is maybe another maybe in another life by taylor jenkins reed okay i tried very hard not to pick a bunch of Taylor Jenkins read books as my number one as my like main book so she's coming in week five wow but I have lots of like honorable mentions for her but maybe in another life is another like twist on dual POV because it's the same character both in both POVs okay but what happens is like up like the first 30 pages it's like single POV and then like some like she goes to this bar and she runs into her high school boyfriend and it's like what would have happened if she leaves with him and what would have happened if she didn't okay that's cool and like there's like a whole bunch of like stuff because like in the one where she leaves with him like she dates him and Mm -hmm. like a whole bunch of stuff happens with that in the one where she doesn't leave with him she gets into a car accident and like 
she goes to the hospital and she like falls for her nurse. Oh. Um. And I think in the one with him, she gets in both of them. You find out she's pregnant. So okay. she was having an affair with somebody with like her boss or something. Yeah. And she gets pregnant. So in the one where she has the car accident, she loses the baby um, because she was in a car accident. And the one mm. where she has the boyfriend, she finds out that she's pregnant. Yeah. And like they have that's like a thing that they have to deal with. I'm not going to re- reveal what like happens with it. Um, It's super interesting. I really mm. enjoy both plot lines. The first yeah. time I read it, I very much preferred their nurse storyline. But now that I like I have Ren, I like really liked like both of them because like as like as she's like dealing yeah. with the pregnancy and like reeling with it and like how she's gonna tell him about it and um and he reacts to it really like interestingly yeah um and it i just like i love fun. taylor jenkins reed and uh, people don't talk about her back catalog enough like yeah. she wrote like four or five contemporary romances before daisy jones came out which mm-hmm. was her first uh historical like fiction i guess for lack of a better word yeah and then she wrote other ones that you know carrie soda and melby rising and another one that i'm not gonna mention because i'm gonna talk about it later <laughs> um i'll eventually read it yeah but uh it's it's really good like if you were gonna like start with her back catalog maybe in another life is my one of my favorites and it's really short it's really short yeah i like it i like it so next. the next one is vigilante shit which is a morally gray main character and I had several that I could put here. <laughs> I had to Google what a morally gray character actually was. <laughs> I was like, I don't know. So I read Kindle Unlimited books, as you all know. Mm-hmm. And a lot of them have morally gray main characters. A lot of them have just bad people as main characters yeah. in general. But the main one that I picked, I'll let you know the honorable mentions after Megan goes, um, is the Atlas Six. Ah. Because I feel personally, and I Googled and confirmed it. I have that way, like, we'll yeah? talk about it later. Yeah. Nice. Um, But I, I I Googled to confirm it to make sure that I wasn't just, like, making up stuff in my head. No, but it's I totally like on the list. All of, of them, found. all of them, that's kind are, of like, the sh- morally great Well, that's, people. like, the shit yeah. you find out is, like, they're not Right. They're not perfect. good people. Yeah. yeah. Um, and we've talked about it before, you mm-hmm. guys. Um, So I'm not going to, like, super go into it. But it, I really, really enjoyed it when me Megan too. had me read it. And it just, I keep saying Megan had me read it. Sometimes she, like, I have to read it for this. And sometimes she just tells me that it's a good book mm-hmm. and then I read it. <laughs> like, that was a snort. <laughs> I couldn't tell if that was, like, stuff coming out of your throat or nope. what. Nope. Just a straight snort. <laughs> um, but I really, I really enjoyed listening to it. Um, I like, I like the magic. I like just the different stories i love their magic everything in it like it's just it's a really really cool book i like it um again i'm not gonna sit there and like go through it all because you've heard this already most of you um but it's really good it's by olivia blake i don't know if i gave authors for any of the other books i think you have (laughs) but um but yeah i i enjoy it and i think you guys should read it yeah and there's a second one that i don't think either of us yeah no i have not read it yet so so yeah that was my Good choice. Main one. Thanks. I had, I that, I had that, that one there and I moved it because I needed <laughs> it for another one. And then I had another one there that I moved because I needed it somewhere else. And yeah. then I found this one, which I was going to use for Red, but I decided to use it for this instead. And it's Sweet Bitter by Stephanie Dandler. Okay. Which is about a girl who moves to New York and she gets a job in a restaurant. 
And, like, it's kind of about the seedy underbelly of, like, working in, like, a fine dining restaurant. Okay. It's, uh, like, quasi-autobiographical Stephanie Dandler. Mm -hmm. Like, it's, like, a little bit about her life and a little bit, like, sensationalized. Yeah. It's also been made into a TV show that was on Stars for two seasons. Nice. And has, um, oh, what's the girl? And I really like her face. She was in, um, Miss, Miss, uh, I want to say Miss Pettigrew, but that's not it. The Peculiar Children. Oh, Peregrine's home for yes. peculiar yes. children. She was in that. Yeah. Um, but I really like it. It's kind of like it's not a very like uplifting book. Like the character yeah. goes through some like hard times mentally and she gets like kind of addicted to drugs, but kind of just like addicted mm. to this guy. Ah. Uh, who treats her like shit. Yikes. Um, but it's just very like I don't want to say fun because it's definitely like a painful story but it's like a ride yeah and it's very like visceral like, okay you feel like you're like in it and i've listened to it both times that i've read it mm. i tried to read it and i was kind of like mm. but if you listen to it like you really get yeah. like into it that's fair and it's very like sex drugs and rock and roll i like it Plus, i love food so like anything like yeah. food industry related like that should have been a category on here um <laughs> But it's it's really it's really good. And she's Stephanie Dandler hasn't written any other fiction books. She's written some other um like essays and like okay. collections of essays and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um but yeah, I really liked it. And I really liked the show too, but they took some as per usual, they took mm-hmm. some liberties with the show. But I really liked it. I like it. That yeah. sounds very interesting. Yeah. <laughs> the one that I picked for this one is very funny. So the next one is Better Than Revenge, and it's a book centered around revenge. Mm-hmm. And I picked Matilda <laughs> by Roald Dahl. I like it. So I had a really hard time picking because, like, revenge is kind of vague. Mm-hmm. Like, a lot of people are going for revenge in yeah. books. Like, and I'm not, like, a, like, I don't read a lot of books that have, like, assault in them. So it's like, I don't, mm-hmm. like, that's not a storyline that I go for where they're, like, going for revenge on that. I almost picked, well, I'll wait until you tell me what you picked and then I'll say. You can probably guess in about three seconds what mine Well, is. there was two that I thought you were going to pick, but I think that mm. the one that I'm going to mention is probably the one that you're going to pick. So I'm going to yeah. wait. Um, and Matilda has such a great redemption arc. It does. Like, the Trunchable is such... I'm going to spoil it. If you haven't read <laughs> Matilda, I'm so sorry. If you haven't read Matilda, you should not be listening to this podcast. Yeah. Uh, but the, like, the Trunchable is such a, like, terrible character. Yeah. And, like, Matilda and Miss Honey getting together. And, like, I can't, I'm not going to lie to you guys. It's been a really long time since I've read the movie. And I've seen... Or since I've read, read the, the book. Movie. And I've seen <laughs> I the read movie. my movies. I can see the... I've seen the movie so many times. Yeah. But, like, that scene in the movie where they're, like pretending to be her dad's ghost like it's just so good and i love miss honey so much Mm -hmm. and i like was looking for stuff and i saw it on a list and i was like that's the one i'm gonna pick i have to talk about matilda plus i love roald dahl like i know it like turned out that he like is canceled and was a bad person whatever i love his books (laughs) they are like my childhood yeah kind of like jk rowling like love the art and not the artist Mm -hmm. um but yeah matilda also i really wanted to uh have uh telekinesis as a kid yeah and i read a lot of books and i like was like why didn't my my telekinesis unlock right i was like maybe i didn't read enough books this is terrible <laughs> <laughs> so my book is a little bit of a cop-out okay but it's a series okay and it's the series is literally called season of revenge 
I just finished all of them. Ah, that's not what I thought you were going to pick. Yeah. Um, maybe I'm reading all of her books right now. Um, oh, no, no. Like, that is one of the ones up. I thought you were yeah. going to pick. That's better than Revenge. Revenge. Or Tis, Tis the Season. Yeah, yeah. 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 That yeah. was one of the ones, but not the one I thought you were going to pick. Yeah. Um, so it's Morgan Elizabeth, which I had read Tis the Season for Revenge last, last Christmas. Yeah. yeah, I read it for Christmas. Um, and then I f- had forgotten about it, but I was reading some of her other books. Mm-hmm. And then I like found follow bradley reed again on tiktok because somebody had like brought it up i was like okay let me read that one and then i remember that cruel summer was one too she's got three books that's what they're called tis the season for revenge cruel summer and the fall of bradley reed Mm -hmm. um and so i read all of them last week like very quickly (laughs) did you reread the christmas one yeah um but they're just all of these books that um these girls they're like standalone but also interconnected like Love everybody those. and like all of her books like name drop people from other books mm-hmm. like and they're not in the same like series like there's people from like this town oh, that are name fun. dropped in the ocean ones and people in the ocean ones like one of the main characters in the ocean view or whatever it's called is from Springbook. Okay. And so all of those people get mentioned and like so that's really fun um but all of these women have a man that has done them wrong mm-hmm. <laughs> essentially and they get with these other men mm-hmm. to make them jealous mm. but then also to wreak havoc on their lives like it's not just i just want you to be jealous it's i'm going to tear down everything that you've built because you're a dick and you Perfect. don't deserve it because most of what they've built quotation marks is their daddy's money mm-hmm. And so they're like, now you don't get to have any of that because you are a gambler and we're using, put everything in my name. And so now Mm. I'm going to go down for it instead of you. Mm. Like that's in one of them. So it's just, they're super fun. They're a little smutty. Mm -hmm. Um, I like them. They're very quick to read. Like I read most of them in like a day or two. Mm -hmm. Um, just like swiping <laughs> quickly on my phone. Well, and Morgan Elizabeth, Morgan Elizabeth is a Swifty. She so is. So she name drops Taylor a yeah, lot. She does. Like, not only like Cruel Summer, but like they'll talk about like this song in particular, mm-hmm. like in the book that I just finished. Um, the girl is a baker and she has Taylor Swift playing throughout in her baker, like all the time. And mm-hmm. that's what she, and she's a terrible singer. <laughs> I love that. Um, but that, that is my, my, my revenge books are these guys i like that was the first one i put on the list because i had just finished it like i know this one and they're not gonna go anywhere else this is where they go that's fun though and those are fun books like it's nice to like it's kind of like i like that we both went the fun route because my other one was gonna be silver flame oh yeah yeah i i have that one somewhere else i almost put that one in vigilante shit yeah because i feel very much like no nessa totally or nessa totally is yeah yeah yeah, I almost put that one I almost there. put it in several places. Yeah. And then I was like, because we've talked about Akatar, but we haven't talked mm-hmm. about the other books. And then I was like, I guarantee you Jacqueline's going to bring Silver Flame up some other time. So we'll Don't talk worry. about it later. <laughs> It'll um, be there. But yeah, I almost put it there because I was like, I mean, that is the epic redemption yeah. arc. Like the freaking Valkyrie girls in that book are just yeah. like all of them getting that redemption arc. Yeah. It's just. It's great. Chef's scary. What was the other one you thought I was going to put? You said you had two. You, pick, you did. Oh, the, was, the I forgot that it was a series. Yeah. The, yeah. the one that was like Legally Blonde. Yeah. Yeah. That's how Tis the, Tis the Season for Revenge is like um, 
like described, descri- yeah. described, described. <laughs> We're very good at talking. It's a great thing we have a podcast. Um, is that it's like Legally Blonde meets Taylor Swift. I'm like, yes, I would love to read that. Give it to me right now. <laughs> Perfect. All right, last one. Last one is Teardrops on My Guitar. Which is an unrequited love. I struggled with this one. It took me a second, but then I found a couple on a list. And the one that I specifically picked is a Tessa Bailey book. Okay. It's called Fix Her Up. Mm, Um, I saw that one on a list, but I haven't read that one. Yeah. Back when I was like on my like Tessa Bailey kick and Mm -hmm. just like finding all of hers on. um, That's the Hot and Hammered series, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I love Tessa Bailey. And she's great. You guys, she's so funny on TikTok. <laughs> if you don't like follow her or like her videos to get them to mm-hmm. pop up, you should. You should. Yeah. Um, but Fixer Up is the first one. Okay. Um, it is just kind of, but it's like an HGTV like d- inspired like series and okay, stuff. Yeah. But she has um like this the girl has her own like, the family has a home renovation business, but she wants to, like, do parties mm-hmm. and that kind of thing and not fix houses up and everything. And so she is like, you know what? I'm going to do whatever I want to do, and I'm going to be a party planner and mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. Um, but then there is a um, – she needs somebody who's going to take her seriously. She needs people to take her seriously. And there's a baseball player who was – he was like this great baseball player and everybody loved him. And then he got injured and it mm. ended his career. And mm. then the town hated him because of it. Who knows? Sports. Small towns. Yeah. Um, and so then he starts flipping houses. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And so they meet and it's his best friend's sister. Of so course. that's the other trope that's mm. there, you know. Um, but it's just like fun. It's silly. It's fake dating. Like... It's a goofball of a mm-hmm. book. Like, it's very silly, but I liked it. Um, but she had a crush on him forever. Mm-hmm. Forever and ever and ever because it's his best friend. Like, her older brother's best friend. So, like, that was always mm-hmm. a thing. Um, but, yeah. So, they I get like together. It. They get together. Ah. So, I, the other rule I put on myself was, I was like, it's unrequited love, so they can't get together because I'm a psychopath. <laughs> So I picked, <laughs> of course, Songs in Ursa Major by Emma Brody. Okay. Which is kind of a retelling of uh, James Taylor and I think it was Carol King. No, because they're friends, not Carol King. Carly Simon. Mm-hmm. Um, or maybe it is Carol King and Carly Simon. I don't know. Anyways, somebody in that weird triangle. It yeah. is a historical fiction book takes place in the 70s it's about a singer songwriter um it's so good i loved it so much and it was like i found it when i was like looking for books that were similar to daisy jones which Uh, uh honorable mention daisy jones in the six i was gonna pick that but i knew i was gonna pick a different one later plus we've talked about we had a whole (laughs) podcast about the show daisy jones in the six but a perfect choice for unrequired love because even at the end of the book we don't know if daisy and billy Mm -hmm. get together um so it's just yeah about this like folk singer in the 70s who like kind of goes to this like like gets discovered at this like summer festival in this like Mm -hmm. uh east coast like beach town and like starts making music with this musician who's like famous and they like rise to fame together Mm -hmm. and then shit goes down and 
it's really good it's really really good um so that's what i chose because they don't spoiler they don't end up together um he's kind of a shithead (laughs) (laughs) it turns out like billy Um, and like it's a very good like she she's very samantha jones like she Mm. like i love you but i love me more and like she chooses herself in the end which is a spoiler but like not a spoiler like when it gets like rough in the middle like i feel like if i would have like known the way it was gonna end because i almost quit it because i was like i do not like where this is going nice um but then yeah it just gets really good so i really really (laughs) liked it um i really really liked it it was one of the first ones when we got the brooklyn library Mm, card mm -hmm. that i listened to because i've been looking for it forever yeah it was like i didn't want to buy it because i was afraid i wasn't i like didn't know if i was gonna like it or not yeah it was it was that book and there was another book called the view was exhausting that like mm-hmm. got recommended from our friends at um novel neighbor novel neighbor because uh-huh. i love their recommendations yes um and i actually ended up buying the view was exhausting from the novel neighbor and i liked it it was similar to daisy jones and the sex but it was contemporary and it mm. was about like a film star and a model who fake dated Okay. And then ended up like actually dating. Yeah. And like the, I think you would actually really like it. Probably. The view was exhausting is what that was yeah. called. It sounds familiar. Um, I think I talked about it mm-hmm. in probably what I like this week. Yeah. And you were with me when I bought it. Yeah. Um. Anyways. So that one and like songs and Ursa major were like ones that like I kept like looking for mm-hmm. like everywhere. And so when we finally, I like I found out about the Brooklyn library card, I like typed it in and I was like, oh, they have the audio book. I'm buying this $50 <laughs> library just to get it and they had the view was exhausting too but i already had the book um but i think i still ended up listening to it Mm -hmm. because it's just easier for me to listen to books at two times the speed yeah um and get through them quickly and then sit down and buy time to like physically read a book but yeah i really liked it and like if you like that like 60s 70s like bohemian vibe i Mm -hmm. think that you would really like it for sure perfect and i think that's the last one that's for the this last week. one yeah for this week oh wait real quick just oh, so everybody board. knows um i lost football by one point this week really rude i'm really upset about it the eagles defense screwed me over and i'm really <laughs> mad at them so i dropped them from my team and i have to pick it up well i have the dolphins but i don't think they're gonna do very well this week so i have to pick another one <laughs> but anyway um i lost to elijah's mom only by one point it's fine. I'll make it up. I'm. It's fine. It's going to be okay. It is going to be okay. I don't have to quit. You don't. Yet. We'll see. If I start losing to Elijah's sisters, then I'm going to quit. <laughs> <laughs> but that's football this week. Perfect. Hey, Jacqueline, what do you like this week? This week, I like a sport thing. <laughs> <laughs> so I went to a Bulls game last week and last weekend and um i went up with elijah and a couple of his friends and i kind of really went like i went obviously to hang out with elijah and like i like his friends they're nice guys um but i really went to make my brother really jealous because <laughs> she's a brat because <laughs> i'm a brat and i'm the older sister like i don't know i don't know what else he expected from me um but logan really 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 loves basketball and he is a bulls fan to no end he has a tattoo on his arm um, like it's a whole thing 
And so I told him and my dad that I was going. And my dad was like, I hope you have fun and I hope you try to enjoy it. <laughs> and my brother was like, I hate you and I never want to speak to you again. <laughs> and of course, it made it even worse. And I know Logan's not going to listen to this part of the episode. But um, Elisha told me that he had thought about asking my brother to right. come with and then didn't. And I was like, oh, you totally should have. My brother would have loved you for the rest of your <laughs> life. Um, but it was fun. Like, basketball is fine. It's not like my most favorite thing. But I enjoy watching, like, live sports. Mm -hmm. Like, the atmosphere is, like, better. Um, there were some people behind us that were kind of annoying. But I got some chicken strips and ranch and a beer. And I was cool. Do you know? What um, kind of beer? It was a gross beer because I panicked. Mm. And they wouldn't tell me what they had in cans. So I just had to get the draft beer. I think it was Bud Light. Mm. Yeah. Um, but it was a big one so it's like whatever by the end of it i didn't care <laughs> yeah um and then we went actually to meet up with um one of our friends who had just moved up to chicago and we went to this bar that's in like because they have an alamo draft house by her apartment oh, nice. and it's like this video bar and it's got all of these like vhs tapes and like covers and like, 17 like old tvs in the back and it's just a really cool like atmosphere and decoration and everything mm -hmm. Um, and so that was fun. And then we drove home. But it was it was a good time. I like it. So that's what I like this week. Oh, also the Bulls game, like they won in overtime by oh, like so it was an a exciting game. Like it was a very exciting game and people are probably really upset that I didn't mention that. But you have to realize who is speaking right now, okay right. you guys? I did my best. I think basketball of the like so I prefer baseball, but of the yeah. like life sports to watch, I think basketball is the most exciting because they are yeah. moving and like at all times. Yes. Whereas like with like baseball and football, like there's like a lot of downtime. Yeah. There was more downtime than I remembered in basketball. Really? I was like, oh, these timeouts are seventeen minutes long. Mm. <laughs> Seriously? They're not actually 17 oh, minutes. Oh, I was like, geez. But it was a lot. But like it was like commercial they, break, so I didn't know. Like, the, the dancers and the cheerleaders were doing, like, whole routines. I'm like, this is a lot. Oh, yeah. The cheerleaders this in is a lot. NBA basketball are, like, full-on dancers. Yeah. yeah. Well, they had two different teams. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Um, don't ask me who they are. I think one of them's the Love. The Chicago Love, maybe? I don't know what the Chicago I don't know. are called. That's what the... Laker girls. <laughs> That's all I know. <laughs> exactly. But anyway... That's what happened. That's what I like. I like it. So. <laughs> hey, Megan, what do you like this week? This week? Well, since this is the day, I'll talk about this Okay. One. Full disclosure, guys, we're, we're going to record two episodes tonight, so I'm trying to decide what yeah. I like for which for which week. Mm -hmm. Um, It was Halloween, so we got yeah. to take Ryan trick-or-treating, and she did so good this year. Like, she... She went did. up to the doors and she said trick or treat and she said please and thank you and happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. <laughs> it was so cute. It was. She goes fancy Nancy. That was fancy <laughs> Nancy's mom, <laughs> who I'm pretty sure everybody just thought I was just this person in a flannel shirt with my hair, like that just did not care because yeah. this flannel shirt on my hair, but in ponytail, with my glasses. <laughs> I'm like, well, she just didn't try at all. <laughs> I was like, nope, that's just what she wears. Mm -hmm. Um, and Matt was so sad about it that he totally decided he was going to, like, he was, <laughs> last night he was like, I'm going to be fancy, I'm just going to do, I'm going to be fancy Nancy's dad, I have all the stuff, and I don't have another costume, so I'm just going to be it. I'm like, okay, that's fine. And so I put on my fancy Nancy mom shirt, and it's like, <laughs> doesn't have enough buttons, no. so it like randomly kept showing my belly button. <laughs> So we made a joke. He's like, it's okay because you're a sexy fancy Nancy's mom. <laughs> so then he went as a sexy lumberjack. Uh -huh. <laughs> he, 
Megan's upstairs trying to get Renner in her costume, and Matt comes out. He goes, "Huh?" He's <laughs> like sexy lumberjack, and he's not look like a lumberjack at all. He looks like a maintenance worker, like a sexy maintenance worker. Well, <laughs> <laughs> Megan's sexy my maintenance sexy worker. maintenance worker. <laughs> But yeah, he has these like coveralls on that he had unzipped like all the way past his belly button. It was great, you guys. Anyway, it was great. So that's what I like this week. <laughs> it's my ridiculous family. So, friends, if you would like to keep talking about books or Halloween or not basketball, because I don't want to talk about it if I don't have to. Or if you just want to keep hanging out with us, you can find us at likethispod.com where you can also buy our merch. Like this pod on Instagram and threads. Like this underscore pod on X. Backslash like this pod on Facebook and like this pod on TikTok. You can find me personally at princess underscore Jack on Instagram and threads or Jack4104 on X and Jack is J-A-C-Q. And you can find me at louder than words, L-O-W-D-E-R on Instagram and threads. If you want to support the show, there's a link in the show notes to our Patreon page, or you can rate and review us on your podcast carrier. This helps us out a lot, and we really appreciate it. We will see you guys next week for week two. Thanks for listening. Bye!